This is a Pivotal Conversations podcast. Hello and welcome to the Girl Fit Method podcast. I'm your host, Natasha Wakefield, and I am here to help you take charge of your health, get empowered, and ultimately become the best version of yourself. Let's go. Hello and welcome back to the Girl Fit Method podcast. Today's podcast episode is our very first mini podcast and we are kicking things off with GFM. Oh, how would I even like introduce you? Extraordinaire, big time family member. I feel like you are the auntie everyone loves and that is Miss Diana. Welcome, Diana. How are you? Hello, hello. I'm very glad to be here. I'm great. Thank you. Awesome. We are so excited to bring you guys today's podcast episode because you have achieved so much with GirlFit Method. There's been so many changes both mentally and physically for you and you're going to share some of your secrets today. Now, you've lost around the 70 pounds mark with us, which is absolutely insane, but I don't want to tell your story. I feel like if you can just summarize kind of where you were, what your history has been like with dieting, with your body, and then where you are now. Sure. Uh, So my history with dieting probably started as early as 10 years old. Um, That's the first time that my dad made a face when I was eating a bag of chips. Uh, And then I went to my first fat camp, if you will, uh, when I was 16 I took my first appetite suppressants when I was 17 and I was getting vitamin B injections in my tush uh, to make sure I had enough energy because I was only eating seven to 800 calories a day. Um, Through college, I met some people that claimed to be personal trainers that had me in a rotation of starving myself and over-exercising. There have been periods in my life where I've gone to the gym twice in one day there have been periods of my life where I've spent three hours in the gym because uh, that's that's what we what I thought I had to do. I grew up in the place where there were things that you could find in magazines, like a cheeseburger means this many hours on a treadmill, or you know, a popsicle means this many minutes on the stairmaster kind of thing. Um, so it was always exercise, exercise. Um, if you eat this, this is the torture. How long you have to put yourself through torture? um, to, to burn something off. And then, you know, all the diets, South beach Atkins, I did keto for a while. I did the cabbage soup diet. Yuck. <laughs> um, That's so horrible. yeah, all the things <laughs> I tried yeah. all of it. Yeah. Which is really terrible. A lot of it came down to, I guess, like what was reinforced to you as being important as a young kid, which is, I'm um, my heart hurts so much because of course you're going to develop this unhealthy relationship with food because you've been told by the people around you that are closest to you that that you need to look a certain way weigh a certain amount and that's probably one of the biggest priorities for you which is really 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 sad that obviously bled into your adulthood so your yo-yo dieting losing weight gaining weight back and having this unhealthy relationship with food but now you are in just such a different place like could you have ever imagined you could have gotten here? You know, if you think back like five years ago that you'd be in the position that you're in now. I don't think that at 34 years old, I would be my happiest, healthiest, wealthiest, sexiest point of my life. I never thought it would be. 
so good. That is so good. And you are such an inspiration and you do inspire so many people. And it is, it's never, ever, ever too late. It's never too late to make a change and for your life to absolutely just, just do a 180. I want to really quickly share something I actually heard on TikTok the other night. And this guy was saying, I remember back in this period of my life where I had just gone through a breakup and I was really like broke and I was living um, with a family member who I didn't get on with and he felt like his life had hit rock bottom and he got some advice from a mentor and they, and this mentor said to them, said to him, think about a person back in the 19, I don't know, the 1930s, right? Now they live in the world that they live in and they, they can see everything they can see. Do you think that that person could have imagined, let's just say the internet, for example? Well, no, they could have never imagined the internet, right? Because it just wasn't possible. And the concept wasn't even there. And this mentor said to this guy, it is the same with you right now. Your reality is this, but that is only because you haven't reached this new reality for yourself. And you actually can't see that. That doesn't mean that that is not in your future. It is in your future, but right now you're unable to see it. And I thought that was such a powerful point. It's really, really true. We can feel like I mean, I I can really relate to you, Diana, in that I remember never feeling like I would ever have a healthy relationship with food. I would never, ever not have food be the focus of my life. I actually remember thinking that, like, when will this ever stop and how tiring and exhausting is my life going to feel hating myself day in, day out? And to get to the place where I am now where that's not even a thought in my mind is mind-blowing. But that's because it's now my reality and I couldn't see that back then. So I think seeing people sharing my story, you sharing your story where you felt like it was impossible, but then seeing how much your life can change is really encouraging to those that are stuck in that yucky situation. So I want to transition this because we are keeping these podcast episodes short and me and you can just like talk for days, right? So we are going to, (laughs) Diana, I'm going to hand it over to you because You've made these massive changes and I want you to share with the listeners what are the three main things that you have changed in your life or implemented that have gotten you to the position that you're in right now? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So the first big one is that I knew that I was signing up for a journey, but I wanted to make this a lifestyle. And so I had to really put my foot down and completely commit and know that I was going to make some short-term sacrifices for long-term success and health and happiness. Uh, You know, it's been a year and a half and I'm still on this journey, right? This is not something that happened overnight. And I have had to make sacrifices, my food choices, my social event choices, but they're all short-term. And now I'm coming to the end of this, if you will, I'm continuing, I'm not leaving, but, um, (laughs) you know, it's just playing, playing the long game here, which goes into my second lesson that I learned is that I also knew that this was not going to be an overnight change. I didn't gain all the weight overnight. And I wasn't going to lose the weight overnight. And then those Girl Fit Method members that are currently members with us are thinking about joining Girl Fit Method. You know, if you're if you're in a place where 
you're afraid of food or you're just struggling in, in the gym and working out for hours, you know, you also didn't get there overnight. So playing the long game was definitely my secret number two, if you will. Um, cause I knew, I knew it wouldn't happen overnight and the changes that I wanted to make and the vision that I had for my future wasn't going to just happen overnight. Unfortunately, we don't have fairy godmothers or, um, or genies, but we can, no, that would be nice. That'd be yeah. rubbing the lamp. <laughs> but yeah, I wish. Yeah. Yeah. You have um, right. Yeah. And then, and then the third thing, and this may work for some of you may not for, for others, but I actually started really geeking out on the science of this. And so I think that even though I was taught so many things in my past about this many calories means this long on the treadmill, the science is different now, right? It's 2023. We are learning so many more things about how important nutrition is versus our workouts and things like that. And when I started educating myself on the science behind it, I realized there were no secrets. That's when I started to understand the process that Girl Fit Method encourages and that they coach on. And really the big one, the big one, ladies, was detaching from the emotions of this process and understanding that there's no secret that there is a scientific process to this that Girl Fit Method walks you through um, that will get you the results that you want. Bang on. And those emotions are things like hearing or seeing advice from other people about getting quick results or fixing things that don't that don't seem that seem left of center, right? And we think, oh, maybe that's why I haven't achieved my goals. And it's like, no, 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 no. If that was the answer we would all be doing it. Um, And that's really, truly just marketing, to be honest with you. But yeah, you're right. If you can switch that side of you off, that emotional side, and actually think more logically and understand the science behind things, it really helps you to stick to the process because you know that there is a process which is going to equal a certain outcome as long as you stick to that process. All right, what is the last point? The last point is do it for you. Um, I think everything that I did in my life was for someone else. And now I think, actually, I am confident in saying that I'm the happiest I've ever been because I did this for me. I was the one that invested in it. I was the one that made the food choices that I did. I was the one that took myself to the gym, you know, for the days that I committed to, to make sure that I was working towards what I wanted. Do it for you because then the success that you achieve and the small wins, thinking about the small wins, um, a, a small win so much. So girls that my, my underwear fell off the other day because they're too <laughs> Time to go shopping. I think that's a small you win that I have to find new underwear. <laughs> <laughs> so do you know, I'm so red so for, for those that are just listening. I'm really red because that's really funny. <laughs> this is me being vulnerable. <laughs> The small wins are yours <laughs> when you come to it. That is amazing. I love that so much. I love that so much. So much of 
I mean, I feel like it's a female thing that a lot of what we do is to please other people. And that comes down to our appearance. For you, it was your parents initially wanting to really get their validation and to feel like you are pleasing them and their expectations for you. And then as we get older, it's the expectations that others put on us where we feel like we need to match up to that in order to feel that value and in order to feel enough. And when you stop and you go, hold on, what do I want for my life? I want to feel healthy. I want to feel happy. I don't want to be walking around feeling starving all the time thinking about food. I don't want to walk around also being carrying excessive amount of fat on me and feeling really unhealthy and feeling sluggish. I don't want to starve myself and then binge. I don't want that for me. I want to find out what is sustainable because I respect myself, I love myself, and I want to live life to the fullest for me. And I I love that. And I'm so happy to hear that you are in the best place of your life because that's exactly what you deserve. So thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it. You are just absolutely amazing. You inspire me and you inspire so many other people. So thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. That's it from me, guys. Big love, Coach Tash.